Hello, and welcome to PCB Chat, where we talk with experts across the printed circuit design, manufacturing, and electronic supply chain fields. I'm Mike Buteau, president of the PCEA. Today's show will center around a significant announcement made jointly by Cadence and Dassault Systems in late February. The two companies combined Dassault Systems' 3D experience platform with Cadence's Allegro platform in a joint solution that enables their customers to perform multidiscipline modeling, simulation, and optimization of complex connected electronic systems. The firms say this new multidisciplinary approach can accelerate customers' end-to-end system development processes while optimizing their design for performance, reliability, manufacturability, supply resilience, compliance, and cost. We will unpack what all that means in a moment. Let me first introduce today's guests. Stefan DeClay is CEO of the Dassault Systems Inovia brand, a position he has held since January 2016. He is responsible for all aspects of the Inovia brand strategy, portfolio, and business operations. He is also a member of the Dassault Systems Global Executive Management Team. Among other roles, he has been Vice President of Research and Development of the Inovia brand based in the United States, where he led the acquisition and integration of Matrix One and the subsequent Inovia launches. Also joining us is Michael Jackson. He's been with Cadence since 2019 and is Corporate Vice President of R&D in the System Package Board Group, where he plays a strategic role helping enable Cadence's intelligent system design strategy. Previously, he led Cadence's digital, electrical, and physical sign-off products. Prior to working at Cadence, he joined Synopsys in 2002 and led engineering for their synthesis, test, and physical design products, and later led marketing and drove their fusion strategy. He's also led engineering for Avant's physical design and simulation product lines and the design technology group in Motorola's semiconductor product sector. Michael has a bachelor's in electrical engineering from the University of Arizona and a PhD in electrical engineering and computer sciences from Cal Berkeley. Thank you both for joining us on PCB Chat. Well done. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> that was a long intro. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, 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 uh, I don't know that I've had uh, two individuals at the same time with quite the firepower of, of you two. So uh, we'll see where this goes. Before we dig into what the two platforms can do together, let's describe in 30 seconds or less what each of the individual platforms are de- designed for. Stefan, do you want to start? The Cisos platform are really aiming to help uh, uh, clients actually in, in many industries uh, across three main sectors, you know, for manufacturing, uh, life science and healthcare and infrastructure to really uh, uh, imagine, create, produce uh, and then uh, experience products. And all this is done through uh, um, the platform is really a key element for this to create those virtual twin experiences that support this process all along the way from imagination to uh, delivery and, I would say, experience in operation. And Michael? And I think on the Cadence side, uh, the Allegro platform is all about enabling PCB design, uh, beginning with the schematic capture, you know, and then transitioning into the layout and dealing with all the, you know, the data platform um, and and the preparation uh for manufacturing. 
As I noted in the introduction, the announcement indicates Cadence and Dassault are combining Allegro and 3D experience. For the user perspective, what does this actually mean? Would, for instance, a Cadence user be able to use 3D experience in the Cadence environment? I mean, so, so clearly, the, 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 the key point, uh, the key point uh, to build, uh, to drive innovation and, um, and really let our clients and their users, at the end, uh, everything is done by the users, uh, to really to imagine and create those, uh, those uh, innovative products is about collaboration and connecting people from multiple disciplines. So in this context, definitely, uh, the platform is going to be the place for collaboration uh, across uh, all those different disciplines, and, and then, of course, in, for uh, for those diff- for all the different usages, uh, those users are going to use a specialized application and high-value applications they need uh, to accomplish their uh, day-to-day job. So, so clearly, for the collaboration uh, and for creating this uh, multidiscipline environment uh, where they can work, uh, I would say, in a, in a simultaneous way uh, all together, uh, clearly they are going also to leverage the platform uh, for the. So, so just so that I'm clear, users will stay in their native environment, correct? There's not like a, a third platform now uh, that they will be uh, using. But each user is staying in the environment of the application that he's using. Mm-hmm. But they will be able to connect uh, on leverage, uh, connect with all their users that they are not uh, easily connecting with today uh, to really drive the collaboration and the innovation and uh, that is coming from this multi, multidiscipline, multidiscipline uh, environment and products that they are creating. I think, Mike, the one of the ways I look at it is it's uh, it's really facilitating collaboration across the different domains. So, for example, from a PCB perspective, uh, we have uh, you know more of this seamless real time integration as it relates to information on the supply chain. Um, and, and, you know, that can help and facilitate the, the, uh, PCB design process. So this type of collaboration, uh, through the platforms and their, con- and their connectivity, you know, enables and, uh, makes and streamlines, uh, PCB design in this case. And, and, and if I may, I think it, it is more, it is much more than just exchanging data on having, uh, access from the ECAD side to the mechanical context or from the mechanical side about the electronic components uh, who are being uh, created. Uh, it's also really about connecting the users. And, uh, and, 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 and I think this is really uh, what is at the end also uh, driving innovation uh, and uh, accelerate uh, issue resolutions, all those kind of aspects that are critical when you are combining and building at the end an integrated collaborative environment. So, for instance, if the mechanical designer or the enclosure designer is um, uh, in in one facility or one company, and the, you know the PCB is is uh, that that design is being outsourced perhaps to um, an EMS, they will be able to work using the exact same or almost identical environment, being able to see uh, you know where my PCB fits inside that enclosure. The uh, structure uh, has to change for some reason. You know the form factor has to change. They, they will immediately be able to, um, to see that change and it will work its way backwards to the electrical side, um, the harness side, and so on. That's right. Exactly. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I mean, that's the type of collaboration that's being enabled here. As changes are happening on, say, the mechanical side, they're seen on the electrical side. And so any issues that they say may need to be resolved or, you know, having confidence that the PCB will fit in the enclosure, this type of, you know, sort of convergence of the environments and the collaboration uh, and sort of this real-time resolution is enabled through this. You know, they can even get together, you know, as a virtually get together, really uh, work uh, on resolve this uh, as, 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 as if they were in the same virtual room and looking at the same thing. Now, references made uh, to the virtual twin, uh, which elements of the IC package and PCB can, can be simulated? Can we go all the way through? From an IC standpoint and from a uh, packaging and also from a PCB standpoint, which are areas that, you know, cadence is uh, sort of bringing to the, the, the ECAD solution, really all aspects of this, all aspects of the package board and the um, IC can be simulated. And it's specifically in the PCB domain, you know, the signal integrity type checks can be performed, thermal type checks can be performed, EM, uh, you know, there's a whole suite of, uh, of analysis capabilities that can be modeled, simulated, uh, to facilitate the you know the design of the printed circuit board and then the 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 implication uh, for the other aspects of the virtual twin. And does this extend to the full enclosure as well? The, so uh, when you say full enclosure, you're talking the mechanical and the simulation of the mechanical. That's probably best uh, dealt with by Stefan. No, no, the answer is yes. So there, there are two levels where the uh, integrated. Uh, definition uh, can be simulated. Uh, so definitely at the uh, unfold level, so integrating mechanical and, and, uh, and creating this mechatronics virtual uh, model that you can then simulate by itself. Uh, on the intent going forward is also to, uh, to enable simulation at the system level so we can have uh, the definition and validation at all the different stages uh, from uh, conceptual design down to detailed design of those complex mechatronics products. What, if any, are the manufacturing elements that can now be simulated? I, I think from a PCB standpoint, uh, the, the and Stefan will probably want to sort of have, have some input on this as well, but as far as the from a manufacturing standpoint, uh, what we're enabling through the uh, 3D experience Allegro, uh, you know, collaboration um, is the real-time access to supply chain type information, which can help in terms of, you know, de determining, and, and this is a critical issue today, uh, you know, sort of given all the supply chain challenges in the world, you know, part availability is the part available, uh, you know, what is the cost? Uh, so these types of things can be, uh, you know, addressed as part of this. Ultimately, then we will publish the design for manufacturing. Uh, and, and then this is then in the uh, 3D experience domain at that point. As far as the manufacturing simulation, Stefan, you may want to comment. Clearly, so as, you, as you said, Michael, there is definitely uh, integration uh, for, the, for the sourcing part, uh, for the, for the part and qualification of suppliers. Uh, there is the integration definitely at the uh, manufacturing process definition and 
simulation uh, level. Uh, and then down the road, uh, we can connect also, of course, with the execution part uh, for the production, uh, integrating those components uh, coming from uh, uh, the different uh, uh, EMS suppliers. Do users need to be existing customers of both Allegro and 3D Experience to benefit? Ultimately, I think that's the is smiling, so I'm wondering what the... <laughs> no, 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 clearly, uh, so first of all, I mean, there will be definitely a value for common clients. Uh, and actually, we have, uh, we, have, uh, we, have, uh, we have already, obviously, common clients, given the, 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 the market presence uh, of both companies uh, in, the, in the manufacturing sector today. Uh, but I think it can be also an opportunity for us uh, uh, combining uh, with this combined value uh, to address new clients, uh, either for Cadence, either obviously for uh, Dassault Systems. And, uh, and, uh, and, and we all know the importance that electronics uh, is, uh, is, um, is, uh, uh, is, is providing, is bringing, or is, uh, is, uh, is, is, uh, is really a growing importance of electronics uh, in many uh, in many sectors, uh, so it's going obviously far above high tech. Uh, and, and now, I mean, uh, every almost every single product is becoming an high tech product uh, from this standpoint. I so we see a lot of synergies, and uh, and also uh, sorry sorry Michael, uh, and also the uh, uh, so today we are focusing more on the high end side of the story uh, uh, for I would say uh, uh, large customers. Uh, but definitely, our intent uh, together uh, is also to uh, to uh, to uh, to, de- to deliver, uh, I would say, uh, a disruptive solution uh, uh, for the mainstream market, uh, really leveraging cloud uh, as uh, as a primary uh, 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 environment uh, to really enable scalability and access to anybody uh, to those advanced capabilities. Uh, that they need uh, to realize their, their business objectives. What I was going to say, uh, Mike, just to build on what Stefan had said, is that um, from a, if you, you take a step back and you look at you know, both companies, at the solutions that are being supplied by Dassault and, and, and Cadence are very complementary and that we really uh, provide, we're the global leader uh, from an ECAD standpoint, as it relates to strength and IC packaging and the board, and the Dassault has the, all their strengths, which are you know really come together almost like a jigsaw puzzle to sort of form a complete picture. On the end market side, there's also a lot of complementary you know complementary uh, uh, positions in those markets. So while customers of Dassault and Cadence will certainly benefit from this. This creates opportunities as we sort of look at some of these complementary end markets to sort of sell into, you know, say a cadence solution where Dassault is very strong and vice versa. So it's I think it's 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 been very interesting for me because there's certainly overlap and synergy, uh, you know, across our customer base, but there's also complementary elements as well that uh, we want to capitalize on. Is the functionality the same as if one had the full suite of each tool, or are there any limitations or restrictions? I, th- I think the the, the 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 functionality from the uh, PCB and the uh, the the cadence side of things is it's full. It's 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 the the complete capability. There's no no limitations. 
Uh, I don't see uh, any limitation either. I think it is additional capabilities and services, uh, but uh, I don't see any limitations uh, if you combine the, the two uh, solutions together. Now, I believe the announcement mentioned what-if studies. What do those entail? Stefan, do you want to take the first crack at that? Yeah, I, mean, I think so. What if studies? I think it's uh, so. It's, it's 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 a critical element if you if you want to speed your innovation because it's also a way to uh, up to load upfront uh, the key decisions uh, and not wait for uh, problems or uh, regrets coming uh, along the along the line when you are already already done to done to manufacturing. So so clearly, I mean, uh, we are supporting what if studies at the different stages from the conceptual system level down to the uh, uh, to the, uh, I would say, uh, physical uh, uh, mechatronics uh, design, uh, but uh, but uh, but typically, I think that uh, again, uh, evaluating uh, different uh, electronics uh, deficient design in the context of uh, uh, at a given milestone, at, at a given stage of the product development, uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, and selecting the right uh, solution uh, again in a collaborative uh, in a collaborative way is uh, is one. Then you have what if studies, of course, on the simulation side. Uh, back to what uh, uh, Michael was explaining, uh, and we can definitely also do what if studies uh, at the sourcing on the manufacturing side uh, to really uh, understand the impact of selecting uh, such of such suppliers uh, on both uh, your uh, uh, sustainability uh, compliance and eventually uh, capacity ready to deliver uh, on the on the committed volumes and to your uh, to your market. I think Mike to to also just give another specific example of that. I mean, you, you can certainly sort of envision you're designing a product and you're manip- making manipulating or looking at well, what if I do this in terms of the enclosure? You know, what are the implications on, on in terms of the PCB? You know, how does it? What are, what what's the impact in terms of the board? Where do the components need to move? Uh, does it help? Uh, so I, I think this is like a, you know, a specific example by through the, 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 the collaboration that can be enabled between the, the mechanical and the electrical domains. Um, this is a you know, very, a very good example that, you know, a, a team may be, the t- team may face such a situation or see the need to, to, uh, have to make a change and then can go through some of these what if studies. Uh, certainly, as the form factor becomes um, such a driver of the uh, of the electrical side, right? I mean, the, you know, just the, the shrinking of, of devices all over the place is, <laughs> you know, is, is just kind of mind blowing. You know, I'm not surprised to see this type of uh, of an agreement put into place. You know, the world of ECAD is 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 fairly large in terms of the number of players, although, as we know, there's not a very large number of significant players. Uh, likewise, with MCAD, you know, you can really, you know, there's only a, a few companies that make up the bulk of the market share. So, you know, when, a, when an agreement like this comes about, uh, what are the implications for the other ECAD and MCAD companies that you probably have relationships with? Are, are there any restrictions um, to, to using any tools? Does it affect that uh, workflow at all? I, I mean, I can, I can sort of answer from, from, from our perspective. I mean, yes, we, we have uh, sort of relationships with other sort of, sort of uh, like ECAD uh, and, and MCAD types of companies. And 
but what's happening at least here uh, with the so is the the depth of the uh, the partnership goes very deep and the and, and and our intention and sort of the vision of the partnership in terms of the the value that we uh, intend to bring to the marketplace uh, we see to be quite significant so while you know other existing types of integrations you know will will exist what we're taking it to the next level here and 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 the and the benefit of this is as, as you were um, mentioning mike is the the complexity of many of these end products that are being designed today they're they're getting smaller there's 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 uh, greater considerations in terms of say thermal uh, requirements out of the complexity of what's happening inside the product is, is growing and there is more and more pressure to develop these things faster and 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 that is really sort of a driver of sorts in terms of you know bringing the solutions together because because it's through the collaboration that uh, we're enabling that it will help address these uh, time to market uh, uh, challenges. Uh, so I, I, I think you know st- stepping back in uh, the the value and and where we want where we uh, are with the relationship today and we'll be taking it uh, is is to really sort of have a very deep uh, collaborative experience enabled. So I can obviously uh, take a few words here. So, and, uh, first of all, I, I fully uh, endorse, agree with uh, what Michael just said. Uh, you know, we have uh, we have a long-term history with Cadence, uh, maybe 20 years. Uh, uh, I remember uh, yeah, even meeting myself when I was back in the US. And uh, anyway, so so I think we have a long uh, we have a long uh, a long a long time relationship on the, on the, on the, on the, on the established trust uh, between uh, between our two companies. Uh, obviously, we are an open platform, and we have also integration with uh, with other uh, ECAD solution. Uh, and, 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 and but of course, it has to be done for for you cannot impose things to clients. At the end, uh, they are making the choice based either on their legacy or whatever. So so it's not exclusive. Uh, but the level of um, of uh, connection that we are establishing, the the, the the visions on how we want to drive this forward, uh, I would say behind the traditional, I think, on the, the standards uh, integration processes, uh, I think will make a difference as well as uh, also uh, um, common activities uh, in terms of go-to-market on, on trying really to develop uh, uh, this idea of a fully integrated mechatronics environment. So I think that, again, it's about uh, solutions. It's also about uh, relationship, relationship alignment in visions uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and also the fact that uh, uh, we are, uh, as Michael said, uh, highly complementary uh, uh, on the, on the, uh, without overlaps, uh, which make all, all this also uh, more easy uh, to do, obviously, than with potential, uh, potentially with other companies. So I think that everything is matching. Uh, and, um, and again, it's a people, technology, and uh, I would say a business interest uh, all together, I believe. So, Stefan, you're right. Of course, it's it's not easy to do. So, you know, on that note, let's talk about the timeline. Is is this ready to go right now? All right, we have been working on this. Uh, first of all, so uh, we we already have integrations. I mean, that that uh, that exist between our solutions. What we are discussing now is really to connect our, uh, I would say, on, on both sides, our next generation solution uh, uh, with experience on the on the on the uh, Allegro uh, uh, platform. Uh, so this is uh, 
being developed. We have already uh, the first version ready today that we can uh, we can show on um, on engage client with, uh, and it will continue to develop obviously uh, in the coming months. Uh, and we have a, an aggressive plan <laughs> uh, together uh, uh, to deliver on this uh, on this uh, on this uh, on this vision. I think I, I would just echo what Stefan said. I mean, there's value that exists today through uh, the partnership and the collaboration, and the value will be growing as we ex- execute the roadmap going forward, uh, and and sort of deepen the, the 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 integration and the level of collaboration. What does this mean for the sales channel? Uh, for instance, I think in 2020, Cadence distributor EMA signed an agreement to offer sales and support for Dassault's 3D experience. So, you know, does this impact that agreement? Uh, does this impact the rest of your VARs? Just can you give me any color on that? I think that, uh, you know, there's, if, if we look at it from a Cadence standpoint, we have our direct sales channel. We have also, you know, our channel partners that, that sort of served different parts of the market. Um, a lot of focus is, is going to be on, uh, from the Cadence standpoint, on the, on the direct side. In fact, we have some interesting meetings that are going to be taking place next week, you know, across the teams. Um, and we'll be leveraging that, uh, you know, as we go to market in 2022 and beyond. As far as uh, you know, channel partners, uh, you, you know the, the things that you referenced, uh, Mike. There's not really any real impact, but we'll be looking to sort of broaden in our go-to-market strategy with partners like EMA uh, as it relates to the mainstream, what we refer to as the mainstream. A lot of the focus right now with this is is on the enterprise side, you know, with larger customers, and and from a cadence perspective, that's sold through our direct channel. Is there any other points we want to make clear to our our listeners prior to uh, wrapping this up? I think from my side, you know, I'm new to the team, the the PCB team, and I sort of, uh, as I was arriving in the team about six months ago and learned about this partnership, I was very excited about it because you don't see these types of things happening all the time, you know, in the industry. And really, in my view, there is this one plus one equal three type uh, of benefit that we can deliver to the customers. Either the solutions are complementary, as we've already discussed, the market synergies are complementary. And I think going forward, there's gonna, we're, we're both, both sides are really looking at having a great impact on product design as we bring our relative strengths to bear on it. Impacting things like product development cycle time, product costs, there's so much that we can do here. And speaking for myself and others at Cadence, we're very, very excited about the partnership and the potential. Well, it's clear, and, uh, and I think that again, uh, when you look at the, at the current status in this market, still today, uh, those different teams are working quite independently, uh, and uh, with I would say minimum integrations uh, and synchronizing some uh, design content uh, on um, on um, on uh, whatever I mean, on, uh, on um, at some gates or some uh, some, uh, but but it's not really integrated design. Uh, on the, on the, as we see, uh, again, the cycle times, uh, the type of innovations going on, the, uh, uh, we see all clients needs to shorten on, 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 on put down, uh, their, their, the times, the times they use to, to, to bring product to market. Uh, so I think that this will drive, really drive the need for 
accelerated, on, on almost real-time collaboration. And I think this really is really the driver to, uh, uh, to, uh, to think about what the future of uh, mechatronics design is uh, on, the, on, the, on, the, on having I mean, two companies, uh, two market leaders uh, uh, working uh, for the benefits of, uh, of uh, our clients and users. Because at the end, I think it is really about uh, uh, simplifying the life, uh, the daily life of, uh, of the designers, engineers, Uh, I really believe that we can make a difference. Uh, on um, on uh, we are we are. I mean, I am on that system is obviously also very excited. On uh, on uh, on we are obviously investing a lot on this on this partnership. Uh, on uh, it's not a one-time thing; it will last for years. Uh, on uh, we are committed to it. Michael, you're right. You know, in our industry, in the ECAD space at least, which is where I'm coming from. You do not see these types of partnerships. What happens historically is that you know a large company might try to team up with a smaller company and end up just buying them, or um, you see you know uh, you know one obviously prominent example was you know there was a uh, you know an acquisition of two large companies right, but you, you don't typically see a partnership between two big players like this. I'm excited to see where this goes. I congratulate both companies for their their efforts because this could not have been easy. You know, it may have been easy to say, hey, what if this seems good on paper, but then to actually put it together, of course, is not easy at all. I'm looking forward to getting feedback from from some users as how how this is all going. And uh, I wish you both luck in, uh, the, in the coming years. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, it's both luck yeah. and work. Yeah. Well, <laughs> a lot of work. Cheers. <laughs> It's not coming. Uh, it's not coming by itself for sure. So that wraps our time for today. I'd like to thank our guests, Michael Jackson of Cadence and Stefan DeClay of Dassault Systems, for joining me on PCB Chat. For PCB Chat, this is Mike Buto. Have a nice day. Hmm.